You're listening to a podcast of Red Sea Church, a community of faith in Portland, Oregon, where our mission is to draw to Christ, develop in community, and deploy into culture. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for Christ the King and the humbleness of his arrival as a baby. As we look in this season uh, coming up of the birth of Jesus, your son, uh, our Messiah, we pray, Lord, we can just understand even more about your gracious and generous love to us through him, that he came to be a part of us and our humanity for many reasons, and we just thank you for it. We just lift up this time today and ask your blessing on us as we recognize children that have been born among us. Um, Not quite the Messiah level yet, but uh, we do thank you for them as a gift from you. We thank you in your name. Amen. What we're going to do today is is part of our family gathering is doing some uh, child dedications. Um, What I want to do first is just explain just briefly why we do what we do, and then we're going to do what we said we're going to do. How's that? It took us hours to figure that one out. First of all, though, I do want to say, when we do these things, we do them periodically. We haven't done them for a while. Sometimes people push back, well, not push back, they ask questions and they ask, why do we dedicate children or pray a blessing on them and not baptize them? And if you're from a Roman Catholic background or a Presbyterian background or a Lutheran background or some other background, that baptizing infants was the norm or is the standard of what you do with children, you might understand, like, why why you... Why don't we do that? Well, I'm not going to spend a lot of, I'm not going to spend any time explaining that to you, but we have a little sheet that's in the Connect booth that says why we don't baptize infants. We're not here to be negative about, well, we don't do that. That's not the point. The point is if that's a question you have, why we pray a blessing and not uh, baptize, that, that is there. It gives a brief description of the Roman Catholic and Presbyterian and Lutheran views of infant baptism and then a list of biblical reasons why we don't do that. So if you're interested, it's in the Connect booth. What we're going to do today is um, be praying for some families, four families. We're going to be praying for four children of those four families. And um, I want to just very, very briefly explain why we do what we do. And these, we call them child dedications. I think we probably should change the name to simply prayers of blessing. Um, The reason is we're not here to challenge the parents and say, listen, you guys need to do a really, really good job parenting so they become, you raise good Christian kids. That's not what this is about. This is about us acknowledging for two reasons why we think we need to pray for the children and ask God to bless them and to work in their life. The first reason is quite simply because we believe the gospel and and the gospel message to us. And in Titus 3, Paul says this, And I'm just going to read this to you, make a couple comments, and then move on. He says in Titus 3, verses 3 through 7, For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. Without the gospel, that describes us. Whether we're kids or adults, that describes us. Then he goes on, and and Paul's classic uh, contrast between life without the gospel, the gospel. He says, beginning in verse 4, but, but when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, 
He saved us. Not because of works done by us in righteousness, but listen to this, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. What we want to recognize in this time of blessing on the children is that unless God works in their heart and draws them to himself, they're not coming. And we are in our humility and honesty, both as a church and as parents and as elders, saying to God, we need you, Lord, through the power of your Holy Spirit, through the working of your word, through the church community, to work in these children's lives, to bring them to yourself through the power of the gospel. They, otherwise, they will be trapped in all those things, that foolishness, disobedience, and passions that, that we are without the gospel. So we're acknowledging right off a blessing to them, and, and you'll hear the blessings. You'll hear us asking God to work in their life. It's not a challenge to the parents. It's not a challenge to the child. I hope you turn out well. It's asking God to work mightily in their hearts and us, again, acknowledging in humility that unless he does, they won't be coming. Okay? That's the first reason. The second reason is that the example of Jesus himself. Jesus, uh, we have an account, we have actually a couple accounts of Jesus interacting with children in the gospel. And in one of them, in Mark 10, this is an account of Jesus working, um, um, this is one account. In Mark 10, verses 13 through 16, this is what um, Mark records for us. He says, and they were bringing, they, the parents, people, the crowds, and they were bringing children to him that he might touch them, and his disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. Uh, we could unpack this, and, and later this year when we go preach through the Gospel of Matthew, we will come across this incident, and we'll, we'll look at it again more fully. But I just want to highlight things. Jesus, it's, we don't see Jesus getting mad a lot. But one thing that really upset him, according to this passage, is when the disciples, his own disciples said, keep the kids away. They're not part of us yet. When they grow up, then they can be part of us. And Jesus got mad at his own disciples. He said, no, no, no. They, they're part of the kingdom now. They can believe now. And then he even uses children as an example of adult faith. Listen, unless you believe like they believe, you're probably not believing. Okay? He, the children, their simplicity this, uh, of their faith is an example of what faith looks like for us. That's what Jesus said. Um, but he also, in his action of including children, and then his action of taking them and laying his hands on them and blessing them, is acknowledging that children are part of the kingdom, can be part of the gospel community. We are acknowledging they are part of the church. The children, we are saying at Red Sea, are not the church of the future. They're part of the church now. And we want to recognize them, and we want to ask God's blessing in their life now. So using Jesus as an example, we want to bring them forward. We as elders are going to lay our hands on them, and other people are going to lay our hands on them, and we're going to bless them. What I mean by that, we're going to ask God to work in their life. Simple as that, okay? So that's what we're going to do today. Um, so what I'm going to do is invite the four families up front now. 
if you all four families will come up front now. We have the Curtises, the Clarks, the Olingers, and the Chews. And if you could sort of, well, yeah, two on one side, two on the other. Okay, everybody up here? Okay. Um, what we're going to do now is I'm going to, uh, these are the four families. I'm going to ask each father to introduce their family. Uh, and if they have something they want to share, they're free to share it. If they don't, they're free not to. How's that? So I'm going to start here. We're just going to go this way. Okay. Uh, this is my wife, Rebecca. Uh, my name is Kim. And this is our oldest, Jesse. And our little one, uh, Talitha. Um, We came to Red Sea, what now, six, six and a half, six-ish years now, seven years. Um, this is the place where I came to Christ. Um, this is the place where we got married, and this is also the place where uh, I got baptized. Um, so when I look out here, I see family, um, and this is family to all of us. And so I want, and I pray for um, our children that they get to look out and see you guys as family as well, um, to kind of look at you guys and see brothers and sisters out there. So, Hello, my name is Jordan, my wife Carly, she's holding Jesse, Carter, and then Zachary. Um, so this is, for us, this dedication is actually public for us. Um, Sorry, it's getting a little heavy. Uh, so this, this is publicly asking for help um, as a family. Um, so the last one we dedicated was Jesse, and that was like right before my last appointment. Um, it was hard being gone for a year, but it was very weightlifting, um, knowing that we had family here to help uh, with the kids, taking care of them spiritually and uh, physically. So I just want to thank you for the time you've dedicated already to my family, and the time you will um, help raise my kids to know Christ. So that's it. Hi, I'm Chris, and this is my wife, Anne, and this is uh, little Theodore rocking the mustache this morning. Um, we've been here at Red Sea for, uh, I think, over eight years now, and have just, ever since we've been here, have, have viewed you as family. Um, it's the big, big thing for us. Where most all of our biological family is in Spokane. And so um, being here, just the two of us, um, the church has been our family, and we're so thankful for that and thankful for how all of you have been able to speak into our lives and, and love us and, and care for us. And we just um, hope and pray for the same thing for, for Theodore here, that um, it's a big task to raise a child, and um, just the two of us on our own, we're broken people, and um, it's hard to do that way. And so um, we just ask for your help in, in helping to raise him and, and build him up and um, lead him to to recognizing Christ as a Savior. Hello, we are the Clark family. Uh, this is my wife, Selena. Uh, my name is Tom. If you haven't met Landon yet, I'm sure you will very soon. And this special day is for Gwen. Um, and I just, you know, want to say to everybody, it's been a blessing to be a part of this community, this church over the last year, how they've accepted us into it. And I just want 
Gwen's path towards God, I want her to be able to feel God and realize how great God has been working in her life and my life and in my son and my wife's life. And I just want you guys to walk with her in that. Um, what we're going to do now is we're going to pray. Josh and I are going, we have, we have uh, written out scripture blessings. We're going to pray for each one. We're going to alternate, just FYI. Um, but what we would like, since, since it's already been acknowledged by uh, these families, that this is a community event. It's not just us, hey, we're, we're the elders, so we get to pray. We're going to do the praying, but we, this is a community event. So we're going to ask all of you guys to take two steps forward. Okay, one, two. Okay, now three steps back. No, just kidding. Okay, the reason is we need to make a little more room. We're going to ask if any of you would like to come up and lay hands on them. Josh and I are going to do the praying of the blessings. But if you would like to come up and lay hands on them, and you, if you're like, well, which one do I pick? You can go to all four. You can alternate. <laughs> Knock yourself out. So if you do that right now, we're going to pray for them. So if you want to come up, go ahead. Okay, we're going to start off uh, saying a prayer of blessing over Talitha. Uh, Our Heavenly Father, merciful God, creator of the universe and regenerator of sinful hearts, just as you said, let light shine out of darkness, so too we ask that you shine your gracious power into the heart of Talitha Anchu to give her the light of the knowledge, the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. May your word be a lamp unto her feet and a light to her path. May she receive your words and treasure up your commandments within her. May she call out for insight and raise her voice for understanding, that she may understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Talitha, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May the fruit of the spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control be demonstrated in Talitha's life. Our Heavenly Father, just like Jesus as a child, may Talitha grow and become strong, filled with wisdom, and may your favor shine upon her. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with Talitha and her family. We're going to pray for Zachary Atticus Curtis. Our Heavenly Father, merciful God, creator of the universe and regenerate, regenerator of sinful hearts, just as you said, let light shine out of darkness, so too we ask that you shine your gracious power into the heart of Zachary Atticus Curtis to give him the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. May Zachary from childhood be acquainted with the word of God, which is able to make him wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. May he receive your words and treasure up your commandments within him. Make his ear attentive to wisdom and incline his heart to understanding, 
that he may understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Zachary, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May you, mighty God, raise Zachary up to be a man of God who pursues righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, and gentleness. Our Heavenly Father, just like Jesus is a child, may Zachary grow and become strong, filled with wisdom, and may your favor be upon him. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with Zachary and his family. Amen. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, our merciful God, our creator of the universe and regenerator of sinful hearts, just as you said, let light shine out of darkness, so too we ask that you shine your gracious power into the heart of Theo, Theodore Ralph Olinger to give him the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. May your word be a lamp to his feet and a light to his path. Teach Theodore your way, O Lord, that he may walk in your truth. Unite his heart to fear your name. May he give thanks to you, O Lord our God, with his whole heart and glorify your name forever. Theodore, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May you, mighty God, raise Theodore up to be a man of God who pursues righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, and gentleness. Our Heavenly Father, just like Jesus as a child, may Theodore grow and become strong, filled with wisdom, and may your favor be upon him. May, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with Theodore and his family. Amen. Now let us pray for Gwyneth Grace Clark. Our Heavenly Father, Father, merciful God, creator of the universe and regenerator of sinful hearts, just as you said, let light shine out of darkness. So, too, we ask that you shine your gracious power into the heart of Gwyneth Grace Clark to give her the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Gwyneth, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May Gwyneth Grace from childhood be acquainted with the word of God, which is able to make her wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. May Gwyneth Grace trust in the Lord with all her heart, and lean not on her own understanding. In all her ways may she acknowledge you, Lord, that you may make her path straight. Gwyneth Grace, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May the fruit of the spirit of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness, gentleness and self-control be demonstrated in Gwyneth's life. Our Heavenly Father, just like Jesus as a child, may Gwyneth grow and become strong, filled with wisdom, and may your favor be upon her. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with Gwyneth Grace and her family. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Red Sea Church. If you would like more information about Red Sea, including more audio messages, please go to our website at www.redseachurch.org. If you would like to contact Red Sea, you can email us at info at redseachurch.org.